we all left that day and then we just holed up in a nice place in Pescara. Yeah, so, hey, all right. So I was talking about this the other day, being away from the whole Zoom and everything. I could see that I was much more, uh, it was much easier to get into the saddle of recovery, yeah? Because there you're helping people, you're, uh, people are, you know, visibly screwed, and then you're giving them some, a very nice uh, bit of gospel about, hey, you can travel lighter as this event, yeah? And then when I had the first non-dual thing, uh, I could see that there's really nothing to say. I mean, it's just, uh, you get to the point where I feel humbly, if you hear this invitation, the idea of non-duality is gonna be your normal state. What it attempts to imply with its invitation, which is we are reality, yeah? You don't have the feeling of being that as a conceptual idea of reality. You just get the sense of reality, yeah? And so it becomes incredibly normal. So it's very weird to talk about it if you haven't in a while, yeah? Because there's really no one to help and is really not a problem to try to get a solution to. All of this activity is just that, it's activity. Now it has meaning because we're dreaming, yeah? And we're giving everything all the meaning it has. So this is a very juicy, very, very rich flypaperish type of place, yeah? There's things happen, you get ill or your heart gets broken or you don't get your dreams met or someone goes better than you have or whatever. There's tons of things from our little myopic view that cause uh, frustration and disappointment and then resentment and, you know, sometimes love, but mostly hate, <laughs> a lot of conditions. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, in that condition, especially when it's drawn out in time, yeah, time has an incredible effect on this movie. Time is like the main ingredient. If you saw all the stars of the movie and everything and all the production and the cinematography and all this, the real star is time, the feeling of time, the feeling that I was here yesterday and I'm gonna be here later on today, yeah? And that there is no real, in this conveyor of time, there's no real solid place to put your feet because your condition is dependent on many other conditions yeah, as this. So you may think as if you're an island above, you know, upon yourself, but in fact, you know, you could be sitting here and then a germ hits you and then cold hits the next day or some bug takes over for 10 days and basically lives through you, yeah? And you have no power over it. I saw people taking tons of shit, they were fucking eating the uh, Tylenol, this and that, the antiviral shit like that. We just took the case, just let it run out. You know what I mean? It has you surrender, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you've been captured, 
you're occupied, no mas. You know, just rest, watch Bloodline, some shows if you have it. Yeah, and then it it, it leaves. Yeah, it, it came and it leaves. And uh, instead of trying to, it's so much work trying to get it out the door when it doesn't want to, it's like trying to move a big dog out the door that doesn't want to move. It's like 150 pounds, you're pushing the fuck. It doesn't move, you know, it doesn't want to go. So, so this feeling, and I swear, you do hear a narrative during the day, yes? Your day is narrated. It sort of like sounds like it's you, uh, you're, you're pictured it like usually as a perennial 18 year old, but then you may have a wise voice because you're older now, but there's a narrative, but the imagery is usually you're young and nubile. <laughs> like that. You look a lot better than you probably do <laughs> like that. And so you're going through the day and this stuff is running and it seems as if, as they say, if you hear the Course of Miracles, interesting download, where they describe this something else that the head has made to be ourselves. Yeah, there's something else is other than us. This narration that is in a time delay. So you're not really at conscious contact point. You're at the interpretation of the conscious contact point. So yes, the other day on another talk, one of the guys was talking about, uh, you know, something he wrote, uh, read about Buddha. Buddha was saying, you know, a simple, simple suggestion or an invitation that the food's there, it's all warm, there's cutlery, everything has been cut and everything. Very, all you got to do is, you know, yeah, eat maybe. So he says, hey, when, when, when you're seeing, see, yeah? When you're hearing, hear, when you're feeling, feel, when you're tasting, taste, when you're touching, touch, yeah? When you're experiencing, you know, when there's experience, uh, you know, experience it, yes? It's beautiful, isn't it? So when they're seeing, see, yeah? See the seeing, you know? In other words, be aware of the seeing, so to speak, yeah? or the activity of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, the activity of consciousness being in contact. It's not saying you, because the idea of you is unconscious contact really. So when the obsession with you, this mental idea that you're a long lasting, independent, separate thing, that when they're seeing, it doesn't, it's not just see, it's seer, yeah? It's quite different. Seeing, see, yeah, wow. So you come to a very quick determination of the verbing of living. Seeing, see, you see the seeing, yeah? So it's verbing. In time, the mental state arises, claims the seeing to imply a seer. It's quite different, yeah? So seeing, see, seeing, seer. Wait a minute. Something's been slipped in there. And then suddenly the seer is emphasized, not the seeing. And now suddenly there's something else going on. There's the scene. So now you have, you enter a dualistic interpretation. Yeah. So there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It includes objects that are seen and the seeming subject that thinks it's the seeing. Yeah. 
all of that is of oneness. It's all just verbing. The mental state puts like a stopper on a door. Yeah, so the door would just keep swinging open back and forth, puts a stopper on the door, seer. Yeah, and suddenly the seer has something, suddenly there's the scene. And now suddenly there's a lot of opinions about the scene and there's a lot of mental activity about the seer, yeah? So when you hear seeing, see, no, it's gone way past that. That's basically conscious contact, seeing, see, yeah? There's consciousness, you see the contact as consciousness, yeah, all right, seeing, see. Now suddenly you get a mental interpretation. Every time they're seeing, it implies the seer, not the seeing. Yeah. So the act of seeing, which would be see that, you are now not seeing that because you think you're the seer, which becomes blind to the seeing. And it just doesn't see anymore or the course would describe it as you and I see only the past. So basically we're blind to what's happening because we're in a time loop, yes? So whatever happens now reminds the head that it may have happened before in some weird thing, yes? So some guy that had a hat like blue hat like this ripped me off once and now I'm suspicious of Chris right now, probably authentically, but maybe that Chris, because he reminds me he reminds the programming, hey, some guy with a blue hat ripped me off in the past. And it's not gonna happen again. <laughs> so here, all right, seeing, see, no. And this is the point. It's too late to correct it, yeah? Because how you're trying to correct it is, is, the, is the veracity of an unrealistic reality given to it, yeah? You believe it actually happened. You believe there is a seer that has to get back to see, yeah? No, there is no seer. There's just seeing see, hearing hear, feeling feel, yeah? It's just that, nothing's changed. The head has just added on a whole fucking story. And one of the stories it has is, all right, you recognize as the seer, that you better start seeing, you know? You better recognize, cut out the ER and it's see, yeah? Now, it's impossible for the seer to do that because there is no seer, yeah? There's just seeing see, basically, yeah? There's some, some crazy persons here. <laughs> see, see, see. So, this is the conscious contact, and this is the mental arising. Conscious contact, seeing, see, hearing, hear, feeling, feel, you know, tasting, taste, touching, touch, doing, do, yes? Thinking, think, doesn't matter. You're not the thinker. It's just thinking, yeah? All right, all this stuff, pretty nice, pretty easy to go, and then go through your fucking complexities of the day. Yeah, but at least you got the basic ground of, you know, I'm clear about this. I may not be clear about a lot of other shit, but I got a feeling this too shall pass. Shit will happen. Yes. But I'm clear about this. They're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. And so while they're seeing, see, <laughs> not think, not feel, not ruminate, not speculate, just see. Yeah. Simple. 
right, clear. And now this doesn't exclude that the interpretation of the mental state is going to happen. You have always been seeing C and yet the mental state keeps appearing. It's not you that's doing the mental state. The mental state is mechanical. It just does it, yeah? You have a programming that kicks in and has a story about dualistically based in time, that there's nouns and there's verbs and you're this very special, unique you, instead of just a one of many yous, you are you, and then you've even reached another level of me, yeah? So now the ex there's been extreme veering off of just seeing the seeing and you're ruminating, the head ruminates on the seer, the feel of the taste of the touch of the doer, the have of the loser, yeah? It just gets obsessed. The head obsesses more and more to reinforce the idea that you are the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. And you shouldn't be fucking touching certain things and you shouldn't be seeing things and you shouldn't be doing things and you shouldn't be thinking certain things. So now you've got to start fucking get on with it and control your life and change it. Yes. So I'm going to change how I think. No, you're not. You're not going to change how you think because it's not you thinking. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, the Toyota runs not because Paul's driving it. It's a Toyota. It runs like a Toyota. It has nothing to do with Paul. It doesn't have enough fucking resentment towards Paul. It just runs that way. So here, see it. Why not? Why don't you? It's frightening you. It's the elephant in the fucking room every day. Buddha didn't go through eight hundred thousand pages there. He said simply. He's implying they're seeing, obviously, and I would think he would say hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, thinking, and doing. Yeah, he was he was just consenting with the verbing of this whole event, and he just said, "Well, see, well, see, hear while hearing, doing, you know, do while doing, feel while feeling." Yes, I mean. Well, there's got some hidden cryptic message. No, it's just very, very simple. Yeah, there's the verb and then there's an awareness of the verb. Yeah, the awareness is the verbing and then there's awareness of the verb. Yeah, so there's seeing, see. So the important thing is see what the mental state does because that's a fact, seeing, see. Yeah. The, the thing that implies to be a fact isn't which is the idea of being the seer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. Now, let's say in, there can be millions of things that are seen, yeah, through the seeing. We have no opinion about that. The opinion we have is, is there a seer, yeah? All the multitudes of things that can appear or notes that can be heard or feelings that can be felt or actions that can happen, that's not the point. We're not uh, attempting to have a moral or, or religious view of that shit and live a certain way and not live another way. We just want to see, is there a seer in all of that? Or is there just seeing? Yeah. Is there a hearer or is it just hearing? If there is just hearing and just seeing, It's good to know, to tell you the truth, because the hearer 
the feeler, the, the taster, the touch of the doer has left, the, it's lost the zest of the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, touching. It may have a lot of names of verbs, but it doesn't have the verbing. Yes, it's just not just so, of course, you start having that malaise they talk about in Buddhism or that weird, you can't put your finger on it like dukkha, suffering, or something's just not satisfying, yeah? Well, yeah, because you're looking for eternity and temporal appearances, yeah? They try to explain it to you like Buddhism 101. Why you're not happy is what you're trying to gain happiness from doesn't last, yeah? It tends, you tend to outlast it, Therefore, you turn to be unhappy because you've outlasted the thing that made you happy. Now it's making its absence making you unhappy. And in the overall scheme of things, you seem to be more unhappy than happy. So maybe, you know, check it out. <laughs> maybe there's a different way, a possible, maybe there's a different possibility. And one of them is this idea of non-duality. Because non-duality has an incredibly uh, unique vision, which is you are what you're looking for already. Like right now, you are whatever you think you're looking for is really what you're looking for is what's looking, which is what we are. Yes? There's no time in there where you couldn't be that. It's no, there's no time that you were one step, but you did something really stupid and you blew it. And now you have to atone to get back into the good graces of your own fucking Godhead playing God. Yeah. It's not saying that it's basically saying being, being present tense, active verb, being ourselves reality. When, uh, now, where, here, yeah. Being ourselves reality. The greatest mystery is reality, AKA Paul, wanting to attain reality. Yeah? Now it doesn't say stop. It doesn't, it doesn't say you should, now Paul has to stop like no, because it's just negating the whole idea of Paul have, having ever started. So it's not a, all right, I pointed it out one more time. You've got to stop. No, it's not saying you got to stop anything. It's basically saying what you think needs to stop something never started anything. Yeah? You've never changed the basic fact that you are reality. No matter how much you live up the ass of self or do this or do that, it still doesn't change a damn thing, ultimately. Wouldn't you like to have that assurance in your day-to-day -day little fucking you know, rodeo getting thrown off the horses and the bulls all day, yes? Yes. So now you are what you're looking for. What's going to be affected when that lands? It's the looking for, obviously. It's not going to affect what you are. It's already said you're that. What's going to be affected is looking for it. Yeah. So you're going to suddenly see, you may not stop looking for it, but you'll see you're not that which is looking for it. Yeah. Because there's no swearing anything fucking off. You just see this thing is constantly looking for something. <laughs> Even if it has a really good hand, it's looking for a better hand. It's just, you know, it's like that Tibetan imagery of the hungry ghost with the big, big belly and the small mouth. It can never get enough. 
yeah, you recognize a lot when you've seen the emperor with no clothes on, when you see that which you're not, the activity of it, you recognize it with full regalia. <laughs> no matter what outfit it wears, you see the emperor with no clothes. You get to see the activity of the mental. And that little second that seemed to move so quickly, you never saw it, sometime in eternity. You, you're in such a space that it's, the head comes in like, whoa, like it's, <laughs> you, you see it in all its clumsy, fucking incredibly insane ineptitude. <laughs> yeah. And there's just, I mean, there's not much to say. You're just sitting there dumbfounded. Yeah. And I've noticed it a lot in life when I've been in critical situations of mortality, which I've had many, unfortunately. And uh, it happened the other, the other day when we got the COVID. <laughs> we went up to Pescara to, uh, to my uh, girlfriend's brother's place in, in north in Italy, just directly east from Rome on that water, but it's, it's a nice beach city. So we went there. And she was in the room and I was still hoping on that I may not have it because I had, didn't test, she tested positive. I didn't test positive yet, but I was feeling fucking, fucking strange. I mean, super strange. So I decided to sit, lay on the couch and I'm thinking, uh, you know, they went, her brother and his wife went uh, to uh, Sardinia, you know, a beautiful place. And we, we were basically watching very loosely the two adult, like 21 year old and 19, 18 year old. So I, we thought they were both out. So I'm laying in the couch and my chest lungs are just fucking flamed on. Yeah. And my head, you know, it was sort of watching the temperature and it had lived through 90, 100, and it hit a point where. It just shut down. The, sh the captain threw off its hat and jumped off the ship. So I was just, just fucking consciously contacting this fucking event. And I'm just laying there. <laughs> There's no entrance, exit. You're just short, you're, you're uh, sans for thinking. You're just there. Complete seeing, feeling, feel, yeah? <laughs> And the, you know, the captain, you know, I've been the captain, I've seen you through, <laughs> just jumped overboard. He got too much. So I'm laying there. And then one of the sons comes in with his girlfriend, sort of drunk, and they're looking to eat something. <laughs> they say, they, they go, Paul, Paul, which we'll only get here for five minutes. They're there 30 minutes, rum, rummaging, <laughs> dropping shit. And I'm like, I'm gonna pass away in this without any. They're gonna be. They're gonna miss my death while they are trying to make you know some sandwich. <laughs> Just couldn't believe it. And like and they're going like they didn't even know I I didn't even exist. You know, it's just like, <laughs> I thought light was coming out of my chest, pounding. So then I just sort of got up and they and went in and I. Surrendered, I have it. <laughs> Amelia climbed into the bed. 
and they were out there for another hour and a half. You know what I mean? Where's the young? You know, just so. This thing reveals itself. You don't want to have it. You don't want it to be put to that stress. You know, you don't want to be at the point of total physical collapse. It's so to see it, but I'm just telling you, I've seen it many times where uh, it just disappears. <laughs> you know, yet it's, and yet you continue. You see, this is the trip because something can stop, which it's petrified of. But when it stops, you don't stop. Yeah. The conscious contact is consciously in contact. There's no choice or volition or and it's just it's a whole different state. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's just it just impresses you greatly if you can survive it. Yeah. When you. When it comes back, you've seen the emperor with no clothes. I say, hey, bro, where were you? Where were you? you know what I mean? Oh, I thought I forgot something in my memory somewhere. No, 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 no. You know, so, so the hope, are you there? My head's still here. So, yeah. So I don't know why. I just, so when I come to the non-duality, it's so ordinary in a beautiful way because it's it it changed my life was uh was completely dependent on things that came and went now there's a reliance not with thought or deed even it's just the basis of our let's say our condition starts at conscious contact then Later, there's the story that it's Paul that's in contact, yeah? But in fact, that Paul is just a mental uh, diversion, really. Yeah, it does a lot of this, a lot of this constantly, you know, hey, hey, get your attention. And after a while, without any other possibility, you see everything from that point. See, and this is the point of non-duality is to recognize you're not that point, not trying to change it as the point, but see it as not a point, yeah? And you can't do that from it. You can do it from what you are and you are seeing at all times from what you are. There's not been one moment you have not been the seeing of what's going on, never. It's never gonna change. No matter how much it, it pushes you into this moment of time where its story starts, yeah? When Paul starts, yes? That is a process. There is a life before process. There is a life before thinking. There is a life before doing. There is a life, there is existence there. It's the starting point, it's the end point, it's the, it's the space of every moment. It's the sky that allows everything to come and go through. Yeah, nothing, the cloud, no cloud parks long in the sky. The clouds appear, they do their thing, they move on. Yes, that's our mind, the big M mind. Yeah? And to have that reliability after so many demonstrations of, of, of what is truly unreliable, 
you find an assurance in life that you can't get with an insurance policy. You have an assurance in life, yeah, without an insurance policy, yes? I had no problem if that ended in that living room, the, even how fucking surreally weird it was. I could, that which was there has and never not been there. There was no, it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. If the whole eyes closed, the breath closed, it didn't. That store never closes. Yeah. yeah. I had another big impact on it this time because I've been in that position a lot. And uh, a lot of times, I don't I hate to say it, but sometimes it takes a very stressful situation to really see the emperor with the no clothes, yes. But once you see it, it's sort of like once I was younger and my mother was older and I saw her naked, you know, it wasn't a good move. It was like, it was a surprise, but it left a lasting impact on me. So in a, in a similar manner, seeing the emperor with no clothes leaves that same impact. Um, yeah. And therefore it's sort of weird to come and talk about it because I feel it's the space of all the abouts, yeah, yeah. And there's a nice feeling when you're starting at that point of conscious contact, not at the point of the conception of thought, yeah. <clears throat> it gives so much, it takes a lot of meaning out of the race, really, and it gives other meanings, yeah. And, uh, Yeah, what's going to be revealed will be revealed, but you will feel you never get gypped. You're always here, sleeping, awake. You're never not here. Yeah. And all these insane ideas that come from believing were something that could be not here. The idea of trying to get into the moment, which is just an insane, really fucking twisted idea of faith in an idea that you could be out of a moment, which is completely insane. So these all these drives to get in are based on some idea that you could be out. You're not out of what you've always in. There's no way. There's no way you go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So the course says it in one of its lessons, you know, the attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. Your invulnerability isn't like a uh, like the iron shield, a missile defense thing that was built. It's a it's a built-in invulnerability. Yes, you are not the object of thoughts. You are not what's being thought about. You're not. Yeah. So that, those attack thoughts and marshal huge armies, and you have a sense of invulnerability because you're not a thing. Yes. And when they say you have a spiritual illness, I don't believe spirit is ill. I don't. I, I see it as, you know, where could a you know, here space, how could a germ enter in and, you know, where is it going to insert itself? No anus, <laughs> no shit like that. 
those two here. I mean, yeah. So, all right. Anyone uh, have any questions today? Uh, we do have a hand up, uh, Bruce, that doesn't have any video on. Yeah. So, all right. Bruce? Uh, here we go. Oh, Bruce, we know Bruce. Yeah, I'm just going to see if I can lower the hand. Okay. Yeah, hi, everyone. Lower the hand. <laughs> Put it down. Now walk away. <laughs> the dangerous question. All right. The question is what the fuck? I mean, yeah, the sense of intensity, exactly what you've been talking about, you know, being isolated and away from, you know, reality, society in a sense, but then this last week being, uh, feeling thrown around in it, uh, you know, I went down, there was this uh, water ride called the Anaconda where you go down a water chute and in the dark, you don't know which way, how, when, where. And the volume of the well, so, one thing with water, you know you're going down. It usually tends to go that direction. The intensity, the volume of the self, you know, the obviousness uh of it. Um, yeah, right in the face. And uh, so thank you all for being for being here. As you know, as the eye experiences it as experiencing. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Bruce. I'm happy to see you again. I missed all you dudes. Same here. Hmm? Anyone else? You're here, honey. You made it. Yeah. A survivor of the, the uh, Zen Bitch Slap Retreat 2022. <laughs> Another one. Too, we have a couple of survivors. <laughs> Next year we'll do a twenty-one <laughs> day retreat. <laughs> we'll all get <laughs> We'll all get ah. Ah. All right. So, anyone having a question out there? No other hands. You know the message is simple. When I first heard non-duality, I heard it like I heard everything else. I was the hearer of the message. And then that hearer of the message wanted to understand what it was hearing. So it studied, it read a couple of books and it went to more talks. And of course it was believing it was getting something that was going to increase an advantage and maybe travel better. Yes. And it was had a novel twist to it that I kept running into where I would be reading who cares? And I'd have to stop because the logic that was being presented didn't fit into the mental logic that I had lived from. Yeah, it was sort of, uh, and it wasn't budging. It wasn't fitting itself around how I thought. It was confronting it. It was pretty cool, yeah? So I was there. And so that motivated me to go hear some talks one lady I heard, I couldn't even hear her. She was very soft-spoken. It didn't matter. It was just sitting there. I was sitting in a new possibility. It wasn't being brought to me. It wasn't, it had never left really. It just suddenly, 
It was like just, you know, the 80th, 80th uh, rotation of saran wrap that lifted to a point where I could see something. And I was, yet I was, I was dancing with it, trying to understand it. Like I've done everything else starting from Paul. Yeah. And then while listening to the message, when it started to become clear that it was questioning that Paul, it wasn't questioning, I hadn't done enough, what new technique of Vipassana I need to do or what, what I should combine it with and make, you know, do this and that. No, it said, you're what you're looking for. What? Yeah, the seeker and the sort, no, no. That's a dualistic construct. The seeker is the sort, yeah? Seeker and the sort go on for lifetimes. Yes, there'll be many different sorts, but there'll be the one seeker. Yeah, no, seeker is the sort. What? Yeah, collapses. Time and space just collapses on itself. And there you are. And it just kept happening all the time. You know, I never even got through the whole book. I just there, there. and it motivated me. I'm going to see this dude because he was 85 years old at the time. Ramesh Bausakar. I said, I'm going to Bombay by myself. I'm going there. And then I'd like to see where this guy Ramana Maharshi live. I'm going down there too. I don't know anybody. I just go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm sitting in some tent in Ramana Maharshi's town, listening to satsang. And then I realized uh, I'm never going to ask a question again <laughs> because that thing had run out. I realized uh, the message is I'm not going to get it. It's sort of like, oh, just stick with it. You're going to know. They were telling me very clearly, you're not getting it. <laughs> but then you suddenly think, oh, yeah, but I'm going to get it. No, you're not getting it. Oh, but I had, I've had an experience of it. No, you haven't. This is beyond experience. You are it. Yeah, you can't be something else to have an experience of it. You are it. And it just kept putting me back on that one square. Yeah, that square looked empty. It's somewhere where I've always started from, but never paid any attention to. I just listened to the head in its story as I went, but I never really looked at the basis of Paul in a sense. And that's what happened. And then from that point on, I've never. It's never changed. You know, I remember I was at a talk and I just felt like an unspoken yes, just like something just reverberated like I had heard like uh, renditions of the sound, but this sound was so crystal clear. It put all those renditions, you know, to rest. And I felt like an unspoken yes. And then, yeah, and it was the yes was powerful. It was like an affirmation or a consent, yes, you know? And, uh, and when you see you're not the moving target, you've always landed. And so then I got it. I felt something happened because I could tell by the results, I stopped looking for it. I completely, and I haven't looked for it in 25, I don't know how many years now. And I lost all interest in this very interesting topic of spirituality, completely lost it all interest in it. You know, people would call, oh, you really missed a great teacher. I go, wow, great. Oh, yeah, it's just keep coming. Oh, are you going on that retreat? No, I think I'm passing on the retreat. 
<laughs> I think a 10 days in my own life is a retreat enough. <laughs> I'd rather, let's just go with, let's just go with that. And then it's just sort of, uh, yeah. I think I truly believe it's not necessary, but I truly believe that the action figure has the ability to be convinced. It can't do it itself, but it has that ability to express it. Yeah. You can, so underneath the programming, something can be convinced that the programming is never going to get. <laughs> it just, there's something there. We call it in recovery the innermost or something like that. So, and that to me is really where the, the message lands. And then basically non-duality presents understandings about the common misunderstandings that we live as, yeah? It's not replacing them because just like Ramana said, you're, you know, you're walking down the road, your feet, your foot hurts. Of course, you just try to ignore it or deny it, but it's getting bad. So then you finally stop and look and there's a big thorn in your foot. Yeah. So you look around and you find another thorn and you take the second thorn to pull, you know, dig out the first. You don't replace it with the second thorn. You just want to be thornless. It's not like you want a better thorn. You're just thornless. So this is what non-duality does. Non-duality doesn't leave you with an understanding after it's negated the misunderstanding. It goes beyond that. This is not going to be something you actually are more and more led to not understand. Yeah. Like almost like you've been dumbed down to like a, a childlike condition on some respect. You just don't, you don't care what's going on. <laughs> you're just here and it's just fucking obvious you're here and there you go. Yeah. You're here. And someone say, how do you feel? I don't know how I feel. You know, oh, if I say how I feel, I've changed. It's already changed. Yeah, I can only, I can only describe what was there by seeing it leave. I can't get anything at this very moment. All I can do is see, the seeing, hearing, you know, hear, feel, taste, touch, basically. And so now I've been trying to. People have been calling me to try to maybe be of help, and I'm avoiding it. I just fucking I don't know. I don't want to start sending like little bits of rope in the symbol of a noose in a box. And here you go, hang yourself. <laughs> you know? you know? I don't want to do that. But feeling like, hey, you know, here you go. This message is, uh, it is or it ain't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you think you're awake. You are awake. It doesn't matter if you think you're asleep. You are awake. You. Your consent isn't necessary. Yeah. You know it from underneath it, above it, around it. Yes. It's just, uh, yeah. So, but here we are. This is the seat assignment. So you show up and, but like, you know, really, if there was a chance, if I was going to an AA meeting, I'd probably be a lot more exciting because at least I can be helpful there. <laughs> In non-duality, I feel in most cases, it's not uh, appropriate to be helpful. You want to leave people with their own devices so the person sees they're not their own devices. If I keep 
if your device of trying to understand everything a certain way keeps getting fed, when are you going to recognize that it's not your device? Yeah, it has to be somewhat starved so you can see it for what it is and it ain't you. Yeah, so there you go. Everyone else, any other questions there? Oh, yes, we have a question here. Well, I came to, uh, he's asking, Matthew's asking, <clears throat> how did I come to, uh, to the idea of negating the duality? Based on uh, what was happening with me and then running into uh, famous statements supposedly attributed to Jesus Christ, which is, uh, you're in this world, but not of this world. So to me, that's a beautiful negation. So it says everyone has a feeling of what it's like to be in this world. We think we're in a world. You know, we experience stuff. It seems like there's time. Yeah, I, I'm different than you. Yeah, yeah all this. So you can, you can have the, the meat of that. Oh, yeah, I'm in this world, but in, you're not of this world. It's a beautiful statement. So you're in this world, but you're not of this world. Ooh. Yeah, because usually the head wants to verify the ofness that it wants you to believe by the inness. So you're in this, you feel pain, so you must be a body, yes. But in a sense, he says, yeah, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. Yeah. So this this kind of direction was novel to me. Yeah. And there was a guy, uh, Wei Wu Wei, I really liked which he called it the negative way, which he basically, see the thing was, there's a thing they used in uh, early, in the Vedas, neti neti in India, which was not this, not this, but then it always left you as the one saying not this, not this. So this is more, forget about neti neti, just see you're not that, which is saying not this, not this, yeah? Just keep, get in the habit of having the, the rug pulled out from underneath its legs because it's implying it's in solid ground and it's not, yeah? So you just, so uh, if we are reality, <clears throat> affirmative paths don't work concerning what you are. If you wanna get better and shit, far out, affirm. You know, affirm I'm going to do three hours of yoga every day, whatever. You can do that. Yeah. But when it comes to what you already are and can only be, there's no need to affirm that. What needs to be, what needs to occur is a negation of what's constantly being affirmed in the mental state. The mental state keeps affirming that you're a thing, you're the thinker, you're the doer this, that, this, this, it's constantly reinforcing, yes? That's the more important message than what, a, the message is not about what you are, it's about what you're not, yeah? By negating what you're not, there you go, yeah? There's not a second, there's not a second of delay for what you are to arrive at where it already is, yes? So this, it's just through negation and it just made total sense to me. Still does.
I don't see how, because uh, I remember, I remember, uh, I got the sense that the body was the problem, the identification as the body. And there was a lesson in the Course of Miracles. I was with the cult in Wisconsin. And uh, I'm not a body. I am free. I am just as God created me, something like that. Yeah. And so I was sort of like chanting that. Yeah. And then after a couple of weeks, I realized, Jesus, the only thing that would chant it's not a body is a body. <laughs> so wait a minute. My <laughs> trying to deny something was affirming the real culprit, yes? That's not negation. Negation is, is seeing something that's not so as not being so. The mental denial is something feels so real, you can't bear it, so you deny it. That's not, this is not a mental denial, it's a negation, yes? You're just, like, you're in this world, yes. Things are happening, feelings are occurring, shit like that. No one's in argument with that. But is there a someone? Is there a nexus? Is there a noun amongst all this verbing that could have it possibly be different for the noun by managing, controlling the verbing? Is there or isn't there? Yeah. If you see that there isn't one, then everything is seen as verbing. Yeah. So basically, when you were a kid, when I was a kid, Life was happening. After a few years, life was happening to me. Yeah? The mental state developed the narrative that I was a noun amongst a lot of shit going on. And I gave everything all the meaning it had based on where I thought I was looking at it from. And it was off. And it has been off. And it will continue to stay off. Yeah. There's no solution to that. The solution is before it. Yeah, nothing's ever happened, literally. Yeah, all of the shenanigans of the head haven't changed anything. Yeah, they move, you know, appearances. Yeah. But appearances do what? They come and go, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, I would say that's how. That's how why we put it out this way. If you find a better way, go ahead. I just feel, I see a, it's sort of like in AA, we have a statement, you got to quit playing God, okay? What we're assessing is, or implying is that the mental state is playing God right now. Yeah, when you wake up and it uh, forecasts how the day's going to be, yes, that's playing God, yeah? When it tells you how everyone is, how they're going to be, how you were, how you're going to be, that's playing God, yes? So the mental state is constantly in the act of playing God. So in recovery, they go, you got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. Wow. All right. Now, the assumption is you are going to stop playing God. Yeah. But this idea of you is playing God. So now that which is playing God is going to try to stop playing God. That's playing God ad infinitum. I don't see a solution in there. I know it will just go on and on and on because that which is playing God can't stop playing God. That would be playing God. <laughs> so to me, the only other way is neg uh, a negating of all of that. Instead of trying to 
affirm something from that, which is really an affirming of this. Yes, that you have to recognize that mistake. When you are, when you set out as a self to lose interest in self, that's interest in self. Yeah, you see, you can't get out of the conundrum as the conundrum. The only way out is realizing you're not in to me, in my view. Yes. The only way out is realizing you're not in. If you don't realize you're not in, you're gonna keep trying to get out and you're gonna be more in an imaginary condition than out of the imaginary condition. And the out of the imaginary condition is gonna be the bigger in, yeah? So this is, the solution here is before the problem. Yeah, it's not, it's not a reaction in a dualistic movement of problem, solution, problem, solution. No, it's a, it's a solution that has no problem. Yeah, 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 it's pretty cool. Yes, yeah. So you just chilled out as whatever, make it through. <laughs> what are you gonna do? And then you have the ability to surrender when you're not gonna win. I don't want this. Well, you have or it has you. I don't want it. Well, the gods are not listening. <laughs> Just drink a lot of water. <laughs> yes. I'm, as you're speaking, I'm seeing my brain do the same, the mental process do the same thing again and again, which is try and come up with like a so I should. So I should or so I shouldn't yeah. do this in response because I I feel the truth of what you're saying and it's like then I and so and so I should right and it keeps trying to grab that and I recognize that that is an example of what you're talking exactly. about exactly the I that should yes is there you is, go. is the very thing but is there anything to give <laughs> to give the I that no. wants to should is no. That, just sit there with the irony. You're reading a book and you're the illustration. That's a very good, good message, really. When you see that you're the example someone's putting out, yeah, you realize the, the conundrum is, is only because of reaction to it, yeah? It doesn't, yes, it's like the Chinese torture thing. They only tighten up when you move. If you don't move, there's no torture. But see, we play a huge role in everything. We are what we're looking for, I feel, yeah? And so if you're using it to look for it, it you're gonna be blind to it, so to speak. And so you're gonna be caught in this loop of asking questions, realizing that's exactly what he's putting out there, yeah? Yeah? Well, hopefully it's the universe's little wash rinse cycle it won't last long. You'll be thrown out of the machine <laughs> with no answer. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't get it though. You have to know that self cannot get out of self. It can't get it. It just doesn't. You can't imagine your absence. It's impossible. 
you would imagine it as you as a presence. That's the only way, you see? The, this is fundamentally, it's caught in like a mirror reflecting situation, yeah? Am I the reflection in a mirror or I'm that which is being reflected? It can't get the answer, it just can't, yeah? But we're not that, that's the beauty of it. So the answer is before all of its possible questions, yeah? Yeah, I feel. I mean, I was, I was serious about uh, <laughs> spirituality, and now I'm not. <laughs> I was. I remember I'd be doing my little routine, and I had this beautiful girl, and she was offering up her self horizontally. I'm no, I have no time for that. I have to. I have. There's so many stairs on the stairway to heaven. I've got a morning at the 48th one. I've got a long, you know what I mean? It's, it was just self trying to get out of self, unbelievably, completely. You know, you're thinking you're losing interest when there's a huge amount of interest. In yeah, so you're going to be the butt of the joke. That's fine. That's great, finally. Yeah, you laugh at yourself and you. I think Ramana says it beautifully. You know, there's going to be a day when this is going to, you're going to realize this and you're going to laugh like fucking crazy. It could be today. <laughs> you're going to have, you have a big laugh about it because exactly. You can't get out of what you're not in. It's impossible. I don't care if you have, if you're a professional getting out of it. If you're not in it, you can't get out of it. This is the thing. I believed I was in a lot of stuff and that verified the idea of searching for a way to get out. I finally realized I wasn't in what I thought I was in. That's why the getting out of it failed. And now that's why the getting out of it finally succeeded by failing. Because I finally realized I wasn't in. So all those failures of getting out had value in it. They were just waiting to burst out with value when I was completely exhausted and I got it. Yeah, it wasn't about me. I didn't need to do more. I should have kissed that guy's big toe longer. I should have gotten all my money. I put a little aside. I should have, I didn't really abandon myself to it. No, it had nothing to do with that. I was trying to get out of something I wasn't in. And I was trying to get into something I'm not out of. Truly. And then once that got cleared up, it wasn't a, that's not a, that's not a, a singular example. It's a principle. Most of us are trying to get out of what we're not in. Yeah. And trying to get into what we're not out of. Most of us, that's basically, we're driving the wrong way on the highway. It's just everyone's driving the wrong way. <laughs> but basically, that's why it's weird when suddenly someone's driving the right way. You're like, what? <laughs> because the whole herd's going this way, but they're going off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, all right, we're going to end. Eh? I want to go get a coffee. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, David. Put his hand down, but I just wanted to mention, he might've fallen asleep actually. <laughs>
Oh, good, good. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say goodbye now to everybody. Eh? Okay. Everyone here. We're going to go to coffee if you want to join us in Sausalito. Very nice. All right, Mike, thank you so much for the service. Yeah, it was good. You can hear everything here. Yeah, yeah, your, your, your shoulders slipped down, but your head stayed there. All right, that's good. Yeah. Paul H., yeah. Paul H. was one of the better days for Paul H. Yeah, let's keep it up. We got uh, Tom. Nice to see you, Tom. We got David from uh, Down Under. Nice to see you, David. Anu. We got William S., Bruce. We got Susan. Nice to see you, Susan, again. We got Marcus. Yeah. We've got Kelly. Nice to see Kelly. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else is here. We got Richard H. We got Roman. Roman, another survivor. There's Mia, Roman. She's made it. There's Chris. He's still waiting for the train. Yeah. <laughs> He got it. <laughs> it never left the station. We got John from Florida. Keep reading those books, John. We got Chris. We got Ben. Oh, Ben. Uh, yeah, there's a nice looking place. Roman, as always. Hey, Vlad. Nice to see you, Vlad. Yeah, good. Chris G. Mr. G. Stefan on having never left. John, did you get that information about Coco? Yeah, good. We got Tariq from uh, Dover, New Jersey. We got Zoe. Nice to see you, Zoe. Uh, we got Mickey. Oh, yeah, let's pass the basket too here. Don't let everyone leave. Yeah. They're going to buy me a coffee. Oh, uh, the basket. Oh, Jess. Nice to see Jess. And we got uh, Holly. We got Susan K. I'm, I'm gonna go have a latte now. Uh, I see everybody at the next meeting. Angie, nice to see Angie. Uh, such a pleasure to spend, you know, sit in satsai. Really, it's, uh, it's like an oasis wherever you are. It's very nice. Yep. Thanks, guys. Mike, Thank I'll you. see you soon. Thank you, Paul. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, Bye -bye. Paul. Thanks, Mike.